0: Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 16th of December. In your Squiz today, China's boycott of Australian coal, Joe Biden's official victory, the EU moves on big tech, and a Christmas ad with all the feels. This is your Squiz today. Right, Claire, the Global Times is a state-owned tabloid newspaper in China. What it's done is report that power plants now have approval to import coal without clearance restrictions, except for coal from Australia. That's pretty
1: specific does call us out. And it's a position that was backed overnight by a Ministry of Foreign Affairs spokesman. He said that that was an appropriate thing to do. But Prime Minister Scott Morrison says that the government still hasn't had any official advice on that from the Chinese government. And until that happens, he's treating the coal ban as media speculation. It comes, though, after months of uncertainty in a sense that that's exactly what's going to happen. You might remember it was just a few weeks Ago, that there were reports of 60 plus coal ships that have been stranded off Chinese ports. They've been unable to unload that coal, with officials saying that there were some environmental problems.
0: He also said yesterday, Scott Morrison, I'm referring to, that this position is in breach of the World Trade Organization's rules. And also our own free trade agreement directly with China.
1: And despite that, whether it's coal, whether it's timber, lobsters, wine, barley, meat, there's all sorts of things that are on that list. Uh, these things are happening. Australia is still considering whether to launch world trade protests. Uh, but what Scott Morrison said yesterday and probably some of his strongest statements directly at China was that he was disappointed that there was a conflation of political issues with a trading relationship. And he said that he didn't think that that was something that China was seeking to have its brand tainted by.
0: On a more positive note, perhaps Chris Richardson from Deloitte said this week that, and this is the quote, the bottom line is that China's trade war with Australia is making us money rather than losing it. That sounds promising. It's a perverse
1: situation, isn't it? Because, of course, it's been such doom and gloom. And if you're some of those exporters that I just mentioned, you're certainly doing it really tough if a big part of your business is exporting to China. But the bottom line is that iron ore sales are booming. The price of that commodity is near mining boom highs. And that's because every time China threatens us, the price goes up. We're the largest seller of iron ore, and China really needs our iron ore to build their cities and in industries. So yeah, we're doing okay. Meanwhile, we might be all having lobsters for Christmas, Claire. And the supermarkets have put a limit on their sale yesterday just for per customer. They've been a real hit in the supermarkets. Uh, of course, those rock lobster farmers from Western Australia have had to find somewhere to sell them because China aren't taking them anymore.
0: Western Australian rock lobsters, $20 each, half the price they were this time last year. Down from 40 bucks. If <laughs> I go. Anyone who listened to our Squiz Shortcut series on the US election will be all over this next one. For those who didn't, we won't take it personally, but we will explain briefly. The process to becoming US president has a few steps, one of which is when Claire the Electoral College votes. That happened yesterday and with 306 votes to 232, Joe Biden was handed formal victory of the US election.
1: Oh, I don't know, Kate. I might take it personally if they haven't listened to our shortcut about how this all works, but <laughs> oh, I'll keep it out of time. Right. you're very generous. Uh, yeah, that official step was taken yesterday and President-elect Joe Biden has his formal victory. There's senior Republicans overnight who have started to use that as part of their language. It's part of the acceptance of that result. Uh, the person though who hasn't seemingly accepted it is President Donald Trump. He's still yet to concede. And there's a sense that he probably won't actually ever do that.
0: Feels like we've told this story before. Mm, Also in US politics, Attorney General William Barr resigned yesterday. He had a bit of a controversial term. Critics accuse him of using the office to benefit Trump and his allies. Another way to put it is that he walked a fine line balancing the demands of the White House. Malka Leifer is the former Melbourne school teacher accused of 74 charges of rape and child sex abuse while working at a school in Melbourne over a decade ago. She's been living in Israel, Claire, and today there's news that her extradition appeal has been denied. This puts her a step closer to being charged in Australia. Yes, yeah, she was the principal of that
1: school and there's three sisters who have accused her of that abuse. She has claimed for a long time through all of these legal battles that her mental state uh, precludes her from being extradited back to Australia to face those charges. It's a big next step for the Supreme Court appeals now to be shut down. Uh, what Australia's Attorney General, though, Christian Porter, has said is that it's a really welcome development, but it's not quite done and dusted yet. Lifer has maintained the right to petition the High Court, and that could challenge the extradition. But certainly the Justice Minister in Israel has welcomed the development and said, that it's time to do justice to her victims
0: yeah staying in the courts and last year actor craig mclaughlin was charged with indecently assaulting or propositioning for women during a stage production of the rocky horror show back in 2014 he's been found not guilty that all happened in melbourne yesterday as did the overturning of tony mockbell's cocaine importation conviction as part of the fallout claire from the lawyer x scandal
1: Yes, he was represented by gangland barrister Nicola Gobbo, who we now know was a police informant. Uh, He, though, remains in jail on other drugs charges, but the court will decide whether a retrial on that cocaine importation conviction needs to happen.
0: Tony Mockbell, of course, a name we all know of underbelly fame. As you say, he's currently serving a 30-year jail term. We've talked a bit about how both the US and Australia are moving to regulate the likes of Facebook and Google. Now, Claire, the European Union has revealed new plans that they say will overhaul the way digital services operate. Yeah, the European Union in
1: recent times has fined big tech companies quite large sums over the way they behave in the market, particularly around things like privacy. But what these new rules will do uh, is look at things like competition rules uh, and would make them responsible for the content that they host. It's been billed as the biggest reset
0: uh, for the tech sector in Europe in 20 years. The UK has also moved on this. They've got a proposal to fine Facebook, Twitter and TikTok if they fail to remove and limit the spread of illegal content. The best Christmas ad of 2020 has been found, Claire. I wept. It's beautiful. It's in German, which I don't speak, but it didn't matter. It involves a grandpa isolated because of COVID and the reunion with his family at Christmas.
1: Yeah, it came billed with all sorts of promises of howling tears. I, I must be a bit hard at this time of year, Kate. I didn't oh, cry. I, I loved it, me. though. It was yeah. amazingly well executed. Definitely the best ad I've seen of 2020 goes to our subject line today. I've gone for Josh Groben's You Raise Me Up, which
0: if you oh, watch it, you'll understand. Yeah, that makes perfect sense if you watch it. It's two and a half minutes. It's worth the investment. No idea what it's an ad for. No idea. <laughs> they're a pharmaceutical company. I think they're chemists gotcha.
1: or maybe, okay. I don't
0: know, something like that. So who knows if the ad actually works or not. But <laughs> that link is in your episode notes. And before we head off to get on with our day, Claire, we have a very important message for those who are listening on Spotify's Your Daily Drive playlist. That's right. You might have heard that we're dropping off
1: the playlist Mm. from this Friday. That's the 18th of December. Sad news for us, but don't worry. We're still on Spotify.
0: We are. We are still on Spotify. We've told you before. We'll tell you again. (laughs) Just search for The Squeeze in the Spotify app. You'll find us. And if you hit follow, we'll be on your homepage every morning when you open the app, or of course, as many of you are already do. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts or on any other podcast app for that matter. Thanks for tuning into the Squeeze Today podcast as always, and we'll be back tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. where are your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueez.com.au. VPN. dot com forward slash squeeze today. dot au.